All right, guys. Welcome to Car Talk, David. And today I've got an interview for you guys. Uh, I've got Matt Labrie here uh, with me, and we are going to talk about entrepreneurship, about content, about personal branding and marketing. And uh, Matt, if you'd just like to give everybody an intro about yourself, and we'll get started. For certain. First and foremost, you know, I want to express my gratitude for being here with you today. I truly do appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, I know I said that before the call, too, but, you know, just wanted to let it be known live on air. Now, I am, like you said, Matt Labrie, born and raised in New Yorker, 26 years old, Forbes 30 under 30 nominee. For the past two and a half years, I've worked with Damon John of ABC's hit show Shark Tank. On top of that, I've been traveling the country for the past year and a half speaking at corporations, organizations, workshops, seminars, colleges, universities, you name it, I've been doing it, speaking on topics anywhere ranging from overcoming failure and adversity and challenges all the way up to personal branding and creating a company culture, whatever the, you know, whatever fits, I speak on, you know, whatever I talk from experience, I speak on. And, you know, the the goal here is to impact a billion lives. So, again, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to impact all the listeners today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. And I mean, you know, that's that's kind of uh, my goal as well as just to to reach as many people as I can and help get them to the point where they are ready to go out there and kind of let loose with their entrepreneurial spirit and finally, you know, do that thing that they've always been saying, oh, you know, I'd like to do want that someday. Well, why not today? You know. Totally. So, um you know, you said you worked uh, worked with, uh, you know, on Shark Tank. Uh, what was that like, or how did you get into into doing that? Was that just uh, an opportunity that came up, or was that something you, you went after, or, uh, you know, how did that come about? Yeah, so I, I worked with uh, Damon John directly. I didn't work with Shark Tank, but I worked with oh. Damon's company, which is called The Shark Group. So The Shark Group is a um, branding and consulting agency based in New York City, and to be quite honest, this was my first job directly out of college, you know, so um very grateful for the opportunity, and I've been with Damon for the past two and a half years, and the, how it came about was essentially through personal branding and aligning myself with, um, you know, just, just making myself, uh, I guess the word that I'm looking for right now is uh, available in that sense, you know, and what I mean by that is, you know, I put myself in a position, you know, maybe positioning is the, the better word, but I, I positioned myself and branded myself in a certain way where I'd have the opportunity to be able to meet someone like Damon. And I happened to just meet Damon on my college campus as I was serving as my alma mater's president of the entrepreneurship club there. And I was able to turn a five-minute conversation into Damon with a job that's lasted me, uh, you know, the past two and a half years of my life directly out of college. Oh, right on, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing is, uh, you know, you just gotta make yourself available and make you know make those opportunities, you know. And and you know, it's amazing how many people will actually say yes to an opportunity like that or to a conversation that turns into something more, because you're just like, you know what? I'm not gonna worry about it. You know, this guy. You know, I'm gonna ask him some questions, and you know, who knows? And you know, a lot of people I think are like, oh well, you know, what do I say or you know, how should I do this? Or they overthink it to the point where they, they talk themselves out to it, out of it, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah, with, with, uh, personal branding and marketing and all of that, that is so key. And it's, it's so, um, 
integral into anything you're wanting to do because, you know, we can reach so many people at just the click of a button on social media. And, you know, it's important to have, have your message out there and kind of know what you're looking for. Um, so that when those opportunities arise, you, you can already go on the attack. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you there, you know, and I think what it comes down to is like everyone that's listening, everyone that's partaking in this interview, everyone that you see walking the street or driving a car past you, you know, wherever you're seeing people, every single one of those person, uh, every single one of those individuals, I should say, has a personal brand, right? Like when we're born, we're given a heart, we're given a body, we're given whatnot, and we're also given a personal brand. You know, like whether we like it or not, we're, we're given that. And what it comes down to is who's going to own their personal brand, right? Who's going to fully take advantage of the opportunities that can come about through owning your personal brand? Who's, you know, like who, who's going to leverage those things? And to be quite honest, not many individuals do. And it could be because they don't necessarily know how to, and that's okay. You can learn how to do it, but other people just might not want to put in the work and I was definitely one of those individuals at one point in my life, too, you know, so I could speak from both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, and I definitely was as well. I was thinking, like, you know, I'm happy to be just David, the the IT guy, uh, you know, the, <laughs> just mild-mannered, you know, just, just keeps his head down and does his job. And then I was like, you know what, this just isn't – this isn't me. I, I can't do that. Um, I can't sit still anymore. I've got to stand up and say, okay, I'm – I'm David the author, I'm David the podcast host, I'm David this, you know, and, and actually take my brand, which is me, and start putting it out there for the world. Yeah, man. You gotta take advantage of it. Yeah. And I think that's really the something that's really huge right now, and I, I think you probably would agree with this as well, is, is so many people are getting to that point where they're just like they're not satisfied because they don't you know, a lot of people uh used to say, Oh, you know, I'm gonna work work my 30 years at the company and get my pension and that's it and I'm going to retire and have a nice quiet life and go fishing and nowadays you know a lot of people just aren't into that they're like now nah, I want to <laughs> I want something more than than a you know gold watch at the end of my life I want to I want to have something that I could say yeah I did that you know yeah yeah I definitely agree with you there I feel like social media made uh success more visible and uh by by showing that it's more visible and it's happening more and more and more and more. You know, like, I'll give you an example. Like, you weren't seeing the success of John D. Rockefeller and Napoleon Hill and all these all these guys on social media. You were reading about it in newspapers. Uh, if you lived in a state where they were, you know, you were in proximity of what they were creating and things of that nature. But now, a perfect example, like, if you're across the globe, you could be in freaking Australia but I'm sure you know who Gary V is. I'm sure you know who Tony Robbins is. I'm sure you know who Damon John is, Grant Cardone, Lewis Howes, uh, Barack Obama, whoever you consider to be successful, right? That's being put in your face through social media. So the fact that it's being put in your face all the time and it you, you see it more in abundance, it, it makes it more – I, the words attainable that I'm going to use, it, it, it seems to be more attainable, and it most definitely is. Anyone can achieve their definition of success, right? It, it's totally uh, defined by you, and it's up to you to put in the action to get it, but I, I most definitely agree with you about the non-traditional way of making a living and really 
creating life. You know, it goes back to that Peter Drucker quote, the, be- the best way to predict the future is to create it. And a lot of people are living by that now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, then that's the thing, you know, a lot of people used to think like, oh, you know, there's so many gatekeepers, you know, there's so many things I have to get to before I can do this. Like, you know, traditional publishing, you know, if you were going to write a book, you had to get us approved by a publisher and they had to, you know, do a contract, you had to get a, a an agent and all of this. And now you can just go out on Amazon and a couple clicks of a button, you've got a book out. And so a lot of those walls are coming down as well. So people are actually able to more easily attain those things and not have to worry about, uh, you know, getting all of these approvals from people who really don't care about them unless they can make money off of them. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, now they're able to do things more easily, like go on YouTube and become a YouTube sensation talking about grills. You know, I've seen people like that. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, they're making all this money selling grilling project products and, you know, they just really love grilling and they start doing videos about it. And that's, you know, and now that's their, their livelihood. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and with, with marketing, uh, what's the, like, what's some of the tips, like if somebody's wanting to market themselves and start going out there, you know, what's, what's a, like a good tip that you would give to somebody that, like that's wanting to go out there and start marketing their personal brand and start getting out there and putting their name out there. So the the first thing that I, yeah, I mean, even before like creating the content, right. I think it comes down to understanding why, you know, and that's very much so a self-awareness and internal thing. You don't want to start uh, branding yourself and marketing yourself as let's just say a quote unquote agent of change that, wants to be able to provide clean water to children in Africa or families in Africa. And then, you know, you're, you're over here off camera and you're, you know, like not acting in an authentic way and standing true to that, to that um, brand that you're looking to create, you know? So I think what it comes down to first is your why, you know, it needs to be something that you truly do believe in. Now I'll give you my example. My example is that, I want to impact a billion lives. And the reason why I say that is because I want a billion people to impact my life as well. And how, if I impact a billion lives, what that does for me is it fulfills me, you know? So it's a symbiotic relationship in regards to, I could add value to someone's life and they could add value to mine by, you know, giving me fulfillment. And I think that's what we're all after in life is that fulfillment. Now, in regards to anything else, like you need to be authentic, you know, you need to be genuine Uh, on top of the why, right? Like you can't be, you can't fake it till you make it. That's horrible advice. You know, like anytime ever someone ever said fake it till you make it, like you're living out of your means when you do that. And what that can result in, you know, if you start faking it till you make it, I'll give you an example of people in New York. Like if you're hanging around uh, or if you're hanging out at high level or five star restaurants or these type of places and you're faking it and you don't necessarily have the means to provide for paying a bill there or listen maybe you do and you blow your entire paycheck then what are you doing the rest of the month you know like faking until you make it isn't the right approach but remaining authentic and being vulnerable and being just open right and having that faith in yourself is what really helps you create your personal brand and what really helps you create impact while doing it now in actually getting it out there and marketing it I think video is currently the best, right? I think I just saw a stat recently that over 100 million minutes of um, video is consumed a day on Facebook alone. Like, that is absolutely insane, you know? Like, 
just just to hear stats like that, you you can know videos the way. But at the same time, you got to know that this is bloody water. You know, like it is overpopulated right now. So what it comes down to is differentiation. And that's exactly what branding is. Branding is the art of differentiation. So how are you going to differentiate yourself from all of these individuals that are putting out content in your space, whether that space is digital marketing or that space is IT or that space is self-help, self-development, whatever you want to refer to it as. You know, like it comes down to that differentiation. So you need to be able to find a way to stand out. And that's exactly why authenticity and genuinity and, you know, knowing those things and having that self-awareness is so damn important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's, that's the thing, you know, everybody, you know, goes out there and tries to do something and, and you might be in a group of a million people that are trying to do the same thing. But the thing that, that really is the thing that makes you stand out is who you are and why you're doing it. So, you know, uh, I was told by one guy when I started writing my book, he was like, you know, there may be 4 million other books, 5 million other books out there on the shelf, but your book is not out there. And, you know, that really stuck with me. And I was like, you know, that's absolutely true, you know, um, because my book has my story. I'm beyond authentic. I'm telling my story. And, you know, that uh, that is my brand instead of just trying to be this, like, made up, like, you know, somebody, like you said, fake it till you make it. I tell people, every time I hear that, I stop somebody dead in their tracks the conversation. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, that is not how you do it. Be real because the world is looking for real. They see so much fake on TV with reality TV and all of this nonsense and fake news and all these other things that are out there right now that are going on. You know, people want to find something real and tangible that they can hold on to that they can actually connect with. They want to connect to a person on a human level, you know. And, uh, yeah. you know, that's what really touches people and brings people to you is, is that, that real, uh, you that you provide out to the world. I couldn't agree more, man. I, I could tell you last week I put out a video on social media, uh, pretty much being really vulnerable and open about my current situation and what that current situation was at that moment was feeling like I needed to take a step away from my laptop because I was forcing myself to, continue working although I could tell I needed a break by signs such as lack of focus, lack of motivation, lack of drive, um, kind of feeling clueless as to what I needed to do in that moment, you know. So, uh, listen, emotions sell, you know, and when you're building a brand, you're also building a community along with it. And if you want people to become part of your tribe and become part of your culture, you need to, you know, you need to sell them in a way and you got to sell them on your on the emotions and stories you can tell. And it all comes back to being vulnerable and open and keeping it real. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing, you know, a lot of people, they see this uh, romanticized idea of being an entrepreneur with like the guy walking off a private jet and, you know, he's got like a Ferrari sitting there and you think, man, this guy must, it must be nice. He doesn't have to do anything and they don't see all the work and the blood, sweat and tears you have to put into it. And sometimes you're just sitting there like, I don't know what to do. I, I can't think of what I'm going to talk about on my podcast, or I can't think about this, or, you know, like what you were just saying, you know, there's all these things where you're just like, okay, i got to step back and unplug and recharge the batteries, consume some content, you know, think a little bit freely without having to think about what I'm doing so I can come back fresh and renewed. And, um, you know, and, and, to, and then to show that to people and show them that real side of entrepreneurship because, you know, there are times where you're just like, I got nothing right now. My cup's empty. I need to refill it. <laughs> yeah. 
Listen, and you want to know what? I think you just brought up a great point. You know, everyone sees the highlight of entrepreneurship. But I actually look at entrepreneurship almost in the complete opposite way from my personal experiences, you know. And the reason why I say that is because I feel like everyone – and I, I, this is why I think that a lot of entrepreneurs – and, you know, I, it's a touchy subject, so I really don't want to get into it too much. But, like, if you look at what's going on in Silicon Valley – you know, like the the suicide rate is through the roof. They're putting themselves under so much pressure and things of that nature. But at the same time, you know, we're looking at the highlights of things, yet this is exactly why anxiety and stress and things of that nature come about because we expect it to be that highlight when we go into entrepreneurship. But at the same time, I'll tell you from personal experience, when I was an employee with Damon full-time. I'm not full-time with him anymore. I'm, I'm part-time. When I was full-time, my life was a lot more comfortable. My car was a lot – I don't have a car right now. I'm a, I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I don't have a car right now. I gave that up, you know, so I gave up the luxury. You know, I, I took a, a trip this summer to Europe for 15 days, which cost me north of $10,000. I can't do that right now, you know. Like, entrepreneurship is about sacrifice. You know, and I, you're so right, man. Like when it comes to knowing the hours that it, you know, it takes to put in, um, you, you don't always reap the reap the rewards. You know, sometimes your actions result to nothing. You know, and I think that's the cold hard truth about entrepreneurship. Granted, you have the freedom, right? That's the beautiful part. You have the freedom. You can create when you know when you're working and when you're done working. There's no one over you, but that also makes it even harder. Right? You don't have someone pushing you unless you have a team. And most of the time, you're, you need to be the one that's pushing your team. So who's there to push you? You know? So it, it's crazy entrepreneurship, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's so true because you've got to have that, that fire within you, so to speak, to be like, okay, I need to keep going. If I, if I crank this out, you know, I, I'm not going to procrastinate. I'm going to get this done now. Then I can relax. Then I can take a couple days, you know. Let me just finish this first because you've got to be the you've got to be both boss and employee and, and play both sides of it. I'm yeah, and then totally. You have a team. <laughs> totally, yeah, man, I mean, totally. I mean, and, that, and that's that's so true. I mean, it's 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 such a beautiful thing to be an entrepreneur, even if you're just doing it for a side hustle, you know, to be able to create and do that. Because I feel like in a lot of ways it also frees your mind. You know, you have this creative space where you can just do whatever. You're the one writing the rule book, and um, that's great. But at the same time, you know, like you said, you know, it's not all like glamour. You know, you might have to make a sacrifice and give up your car or, you know, take the you know, subway or whatever, you know, because – yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do to make your business successful at the same time as well. Exactly, man. Exactly. Because yeah, I mean, right now I'm working full time, you know, as an IT professional, and then in the afternoons, you know, I do podcast interviews with people like yourself, and then uh, when I'm not doing that, I'm doing podcast uh, podcast episodes, and then. <laughs> You know, I'm also writing books in the meantime. So, you know, I, I stay pretty busy around the clock. The only time I have free time is if I take some time for me and to recharge my, my batteries or, you know, if I'm asleep. <laughs> uh, but other yeah. than that, I'm grinding. That's what it comes down to, man. It comes down to the grind, right? It comes down to the hustle. It comes down to all of that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, and, and I think that's really – 
the long and the short of it is is doing that, and then you know, starting with that why, you know, uh, you know, to so that you know what your brand is. So when you're creating that, you have this clear focus. Just you know, I I fell off. You know, I jumped off the cliff with this whole podcasting thing, and I made a lot of mistakes going out there to start with. And I was like, yeah, there's a lot of things I wish I would have done differently, and would have went back and did done uh, did differently. You know, because I should have better you know, define what I was going to do with the show. And I think, you know, had I actually done what I was doing and sat down and said, okay, I'm going to come up with my idea, what I want to talk about, why I want to talk about it, what everything is, and then get started, you know, I definitely wouldn't have got as many bumps and bruises along the way. Uh, and I, so I think that's that's very important as well. Anybody who's wanted to do something, you know, like you were saying, you know, start with that why, find out what you're going to do, define your message, write stuff down, and then, you know, then move into it from there. Totally, man. Totally. So, um, as far as, as far as that goes, um, what would you recommend, like, if somebody's wanting to do that, what's the best way, you know, of, like, to start to sit down and, like, conceptualize that, or do you have any tips on that? Uh, conceptualize what exactly? Oh, uh, like like how to go through and, and work through figuring out their why. Like, is there some like something that oh, you would yeah, tell man. people like? Yeah. You know, to to figure out my why, and I can only speak from experience, right? I'm not some crazy hypnotist or whatever the case is, you know. But I can tell you my experiences and what it came down to was really diving into the experiences I've had in life the experience that I want to have in life and the experiences I'm currently having at the moment, you know? So it's kind of evaluating the past, the present, and the future. And for me, what I realized was, I'm going to keep it real, man. I was never good at school. It took me seven years or six or seven years to graduate college. I was, I failed out of college. I was kicked out of two high schools. Like a, a whole bunch of stuff went on, you know? And what I realized was that I was causing my parents a lot of agony. You know, they, they sacrificed so much for me. And at the end of the day, all they did was want to see me succeed. Yet all I did was cause them grief and trouble and things of that nature. So my why is my parents. You know, I want to be able to repay them. And repay them doesn't necessarily mean in a monetary value. Repay them means in being able to take stress off of their shoulders. You know, like I said, I'm 26 years old. My my parents are still working. You know, I'm, I'm watching my mother grind in her 50s. I'm watching my father grind in his 50s. And I'm saying to myself, I need to get to a level where I can make sure that they don't have to do this anymore. You know, my goal is to be able to buy uh, my father a house in Virginia Beach because I know that he loves to fish. You know, I want to be able to take my mother across the globe to Europe and whatever the case is because... Those are things that she would have sacrificed for me. So I was able to identify my why through really diving into my past experiences, knowing the experience that I currently have in the present moment, and knowing the experiences I'm going to create in the future. Oh, man. Yeah, that is that is powerful. And, and you know, that's where I got into where I finally started uh, writing my book was actually for my dad because he actually got me into reading. He he uh, really pushed me. He reads all the time. And, you know, I was like, I want to I, I write a book, but what about? And I was like, okay, well, I want to write a science fiction book for him. 
you know, I want to do this for him because he taught me so much. He, he encouraged me to read and that was my why. So, you know, I went back and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for him because he, you know, sacrificed. I mean, he, he, he was the sole provider in our family. He sacrificed so much. I mean, I couldn't have, I couldn't have picked him up and picked him out in a lineup. You know, that's how much he worked when I was a kid. You know, I would have not been able to recognize him. I didn't ever see him. And, uh, you know, and so, you know, as a thank you for putting forth all that effort and all of that, um, hard work and dedication to make sure that we had what we needed as a family, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this for him. And that's how I found my why there. So I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I, I totally get that. Yeah, man. You know, I respect it, man. I totally respect it. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing, you know, I think a lot of people, they know they want to do something, you know, they know that they want to do, you know, X, Y, Z. They just don't know how, because, you know, and the information's out there, but with the internet, and you actually touched on this earlier, there's so much content out there, like hundreds of that are being consumed on Facebook, you know, every day. And so it's like, what do you listen to? What do you find? And how do you differentiate and say, okay, yeah, this will work for me. This won't work for me. And so I think that's why a lot of people are, you know, not sure, you know, or they, they have that doubt in their mind where they're like, oh, I'm not good enough. You know, I think that's the other thing that really gets a lot of people is they think they shouldn't do something because somebody told them one time that they were stupid or that they were, you know, not not good enough to do that, or or they lost a contest at something, and they just think like, oh, I can't be, you know, I'm not I'm not good. And people change as they get older, you know, you know, as much as people like to think like, oh, you haven't changed today. No, people change all the time. I don't think about any of the stuff I did when I was like 12. <laughs> you know, I have a totally yeah. different set of mi- mindset uh, from when I was 12 years old. So, you know, a lot of people you know, need to say, okay, yeah, I'm thinking differently. I can do these things and take that self-doubt out of play. Yeah, man. So self-doubt is, uh, self-doubt is tough. You know, like, listen, we're human beings, right? Let's, let's make that clear. If anyone's not a human being, uh, I'm weirded out, <laughs> you know, but, um, <laughs> listen, as human beings, right? Like, I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and, it's it's totally natural to have have self uh self deprecating thoughts you know i personally like to call them self depreciating thoughts and the reason why i say that is because the more and more you have them the more and more the you know the the value you give yourself and the confidence you have it starts to depreciate right you know but it, it's it's natural to have that self doubt and that stuff but at the end of the day as long as your why and things of that nature and your purpose are really deep to the core and true and genuine, listen, you could power through anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that, that self-depreciation. That is really, that's really awesome because it's, it's so true. The more you, the more you tell yourself, the more that you start to believe it yourself that you're like, yeah, I'm not good enough. And, and it's really, it's not true. I, I think a lot of people just, you know, don't value or, or don't, you know, don't value the talent that they really have because it comes, it's something that comes natural to them. They're like, oh, you know, well, you know, I'm not that good because I, I've been, I've been playing, you know, guitar since I was like seven. So I'm, I'm okay, you know, whatever. And they, they just think because it came natural to them that they're not really talented. 
uh, or, or, you know, and I don't know. I mean, I can be way, way off, but that's just my, my personal thought on that. But, uh, I think that's what, what hinders a lot of people is they just think, well, it came real easy to me, so I must not be good at that because, you know, it should be harder than I thought it was, you know. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely situations as such, you know, and I, I think it just comes down to building confidence. And building confidence is definitely not the easiest thing in the world, but, um, having faith in yourself is really big too. And it's something that I kind of lost for a while and I felt like I wasn't worth it. But at the end of the day, man, uh, you got to keep it real. And like, you have to know that you're enough, you know, that simple affirmation, just say, I am enough 10 times when you wake up 10 times when you go to bed, I guarantee your mindset starts to change because at the end of the day, anyone listening, anyone partaking in this interview, whatever the case is, like we are enough to achieve whatever we want to achieve in life, whether we want to be the next Steve Jobs or the next uh, Elon Musk or the next Michael Jordan or LeBron James or Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, whoever the case is, you know, like whatever, like you are enough to achieve whatever you want to achieve. And I think it's something that we need to be able to tell ourselves over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing is just building up that confidence because, you know, you can do really anything you want to do. The Internet's out there. The technology's out there. There's, you know, places where you can do stuff for free or very cheap or extremely expensive, depending on what you're trying to do. There's options for everything. And, you know, so so the really the only thing left is 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 really you at the point, you know, you taking that first step on your journey and saying, you know what, I am enough. Uh, times 10 <laughs> and, and yeah. then actually going out there and, and showing that you are enough and actually just doing it and, and, and everything will come with time. I mean, you know, I've had people say, Oh, you know, uh, cause I help people start podcasts and, and they're like, Oh, you know, I've only got a few listens. And I'm like, well, you've only been doing it for two weeks. Give it time. <laughs> it's got to grow. You know, you know, you're, it's not anything you're doing wrong. You are doing perfect. Just keep doing it. You know, people will discover the show and, you know, over, I actually had one of my buddies, um, messaged me, uh, today and he's like, Oh man, I just hit 200 listens. I can't believe this. It's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, see, it's, it's, it's going. You just keep on pushing. You know, that's all you gotta do. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And I mean, you know, uh, I definitely, you know, appreciate you coming on the show, man. And thank you so much again. For, for chatting with us. I think there's a lot of good content and, and stories, uh, you know, that, that we've shared on here that you, you've brought to the table. Um, so uh, tell us about your podcast and um, where people can listen to it and then the best way to get in touch with you and, and to interact with you if they want to find out more about what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. Again, David, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity to be here with you today. You know, this means a lot to me to, you know, be able to provide value any way that I can. So I just want to show my gratitude for you again. And, yeah, my podcast is called the Decoding Success Podcast. It's built on the principle that there's no longer a secret to success. And the reason why I say that is because at the end of the day, you know, we're not living in the era of Dale Carnegie or John D. Rockefeller or Napoleon Hill. You know, like I said earlier in the show, you know, we're living in an era where, uh, we have a lot of access. We have access at our fingertips all day, at any hour of the day, at any second of the day. And what it comes down to is being able to find the habits and the characteristics and the tactics and the routines of someone that you think is successful and applying that to your life, right? Applying it and testing it, see if it works, and then navigate accordingly from there. 
you know, so you could find that on all the major platforms, you know, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and so on. And in regards to me, if anyone wants to stay in, stay in touch, you could just Google search me. Literally, that might be the easiest. I am on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. I am literally everywhere. My website, all you have to do is search Matt Labris, and that is spelled M-A-T-T, last name L-E-B-R-I-S. Fantastic, man. And I'll have your the link to your show and then, of course, your some of your social media links in the show notes for everybody. Um, and, and uh, you know, like I said, man, I appreciate this so much having you on the show. It's been a blast and uh, definitely look forward to uh, building our our uh, relationship through uh, LinkedIn and, and getting to know more about you as well. Totally, man. The feeling is likewise. All right. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good. But sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents. Less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you, guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.